This call is being recorded. Good morning, team. Thank you so much for jumping on the call today. Um, episode 199, Take Flight, my 2011 business plan changed everything. Before I get into the details, I want to remind you of my professional purpose, and that is to help you, the broker advisor, optimize your productivity and help you become the best version of yourself. Why? Because happy brokers sell more real estate. And I do that by helping you handle challenges and opportunities that you face every day. If you can effectively manage certain situations that arise on a daily basis in your business, you'll be more productive and live a life that is the best version of you. My ask truly is that you listen to this as if you are in a one-on-one -on -one coaching session with me on the phone or uh, in my office. On this episode, 199th episode of my Monday morning pep talk, pep talk, I'll discuss the business plan that proved to me that relationship-based, that a relationship-based business model is time-tested. It will never go out of style. It ages beautifully and is the most cost-effective approach to building not just a predictable and, and enjoyable real estate brokerage business, but any kind of business. This business strategy is foundational and is at the core of Take Flight. I will tell you the story of how I personally discovered it on today's episode. In 2010, I was deep into self-development and the rebuild of my business and life. 2010 was challenging. We experienced a market where buyers were still not interested in buying and sellers felt their properties were worth way more than they were with many of those properties underwater. Foreclosures and short sales were in full swing. Unemployment was high. We as brokers and advisors during that period of time, felt the effects personally and financially from the body blows of three tough years while being the least popular people at any cocktail party. Despite this backdrop, I felt twinges of progress in my business. The sprouts from all of my hard work were starting to spring from the dirt and my business had already doubled from the depths of 2008, which was my low point. Mid-2010, I came across a book that was recommended to me and written by Bob Berg and John D. Mann called The Go-Giver, a little story about a powerful business idea. You've most likely heard about it or read it. Many of you have read it multiple times. If you're a ninja, you know it well. It's a simple story written in fable format that discusses the power of giving as a business idea. The concept behind the five laws of stratospheric success spoke to me. Finally, someone was speaking my language. At that point in time, when I first read the book, my early experiences with using a database to track my business proved positive enough for me to continue with the relationship model, despite it not being an industry norm. As 2010 was coming to an end and I was planning for 2011, 
I did I decided to roll the dice and go all in on relationships despite everyone around me just scrambling to pick up any scraps that they could. I don't gamble and I rarely go all in on anything until I fully vetted the idea. So when I rolled the dice to be a quote unquote go giver, it was powered almost fully by a strong energetic pull. At that point in my career, despite my progress, I was still feeling helpless. So I decided to focus on being helpful. My business plan for 2011 went like this. I'm going to give, 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 and give. And when I am done giving, I'm going to give some more. No signs of GCI production or any other production metric were anywhere near my business plan. Just a simple phrase kept in sight every single day all the way through 2011. I gave. The result? My business doubled for the second time in three years, and I became the number three agent at Jamison Sotheby's International Realty that year. The momentum created in that year propelled me for the next five. I was officially hooked and addicted to the relationship-based model. It became my identity. People noticed my growth, including our CEO, Chris Fuhrer. He asked me, Jimmy said, how are you growing your business in such a noticeable way in a, in a year where many agents were fleeing the business? As a result of that conversation in September of 2011, I taught my first class to my peers continue this idea of giving. Many of the basic concepts I taught in that class I teach today. Um, as a side note, some of you know Mackenzie Casey at Live Sotheby's International Realty in Denver. She was in that first class when she was on our roster here at Jamison Sotheby's International Realty. She has used, since that class, the concepts learned to build a terrific, consistent, top-producing business and a beautiful life with her husband, Ryan, and their twin sons. That was almost 12 years ago. And here we are today, 199 Monday Morning Pep Talk episodes into that take flight message. What did that business plan and 2011, a year not too dissimilar to 2023, teach me? I've got 15 things here that I want to tell you that 2011 taught me in that business plan. Number one, read The Go-Giver by Bob Berg every time you get down in the dumps. It's a two-hour listen that will produce huge benefits to your mindset. Number two, if you feel helpless, get helpful. Go all in on giving. Number three. Giving is not passive. Giving is a highly active, powerful, authentic, and aligned with nature way to conduct life and business. I work super hard, but do not connect with the hustle culture. Number four, reframe the idea of contacting your clients to adding value not sales call, not sales calls. Giving is not selling. 
giving is relationship-based. Selling is transactional. Giving does not include your branded material with your name all over it. They want you, your expertise, not your trinkets and your gadgets. Number five, successful businesses are built during the difficult markets, not the easy ones. And I just want to remind you that 20, we will never see 2021 ever again. Number six, you need a consistent daily, weekly approach to foster your relationships. If you wait and had to make 100 reach outs in a week, you couldn't do it, nor would they be authentic. And as I go off script here, this is what happens when people's pipelines get, get low, right? They think that they got to go make those calls. You need to do them consistently every day to be authentic. Number seven, 10% top of market placement is lost every month. You don't add value to your clients' lives. Top of market placement is when a customer or client thinks about a product and service type and immediately connects that thought to a specific product or service. Okay? So if I ask you to think about what's your favorite coffee brand, immediately something comes to your mind. That is top of mind placement. You lose 10% of that every month that you do not connect with your clients. Number eight, you need to think in terms of a career, not a year. You need to think of, of your business in terms of a career, not a year. In a 10-year period, there will be two markets that are robust, two that are slower, and six that are normal, quote-unquote, normal markets. I don't know that I've ever seen a normal market because there's always challenges with every single one. Because of, low inventory, because of the low inventory forecast in most primary markets, if you don't have a solid relationship-based business model in, pl in place, you will struggle and experience massive peaks and valleys in production. In a transactional business model, you are the only salesperson in your business. In a relationship-based business, your happy, grateful, and well-taken-care-of clients become your sales team. That's an important one. I want to say it again. In a relationship-based business, your happy, grateful, and well-taken-care-of clients become your sales team. Number nine, a relationship-based model has a profitable and efficient ROI, the return on investment. My marketing dollars were always super low. Most of my marketing dollars were spent on gifting and meals and entertainment. Number 10, CRM, your database, equals a business. You've heard me say this. No CRM, your database, equals a hobby. If you have a CRM database and don't have a process for using it, you still have a hobby. You can have the best build-out CRM in the world, but if you don't use it, you still have a hobby. The need for a CRM and the proper setup of a CRM were discussed, as you know, in episodes 197 and 198, and it's hard to really track 
this business model without a database CRM, okay? Number 11, giving doesn't stop after the transaction. The relationship starts at the closing table. Giving doesn't stop after the transaction. The relationship with your client starts at the closing table. Number 12, give to those willing to receive, not take. Giving to too many takers will taint your view on giving. Choose wisely. Build your business brick by brick with clients that you want to grow with you over your career. Number 13, don't give and expect a return on your giving. That would be considered bartering. Bartering is transactional, comes, as you know, with a bad vibration. 14, giving creates influence in our society. That person did a really nice thing for me, super unexpected. I want, I want to find a way to return that gesture. That's what influence is. Influence is, in our society, it's a built-in mechanism. Somebody does something nice for you, you automatically want to do something nice for them. Okay? Number 15, do not calculate your commission in, in advance of a closing. It causes commission breath. Focus on the relationships, not the properties. Bonus tip. Get your dopamine drips from the leading indicators or planting of the seeds, such as successful reach outs, the testimonials, the successes, that client that reaches out to you and asks for a service provider or some form of information about their home. That means your business model is working. That means that you're top of mind for them. Most brokers advisors only get the dopamine drip only get the dopamine drips from the lagging indicators or the harvest, such as contracts and closings, which is truly understandable. And you will always get those, but they don't happen enough to drive you on a daily basis. We have really, if you focus just on the lagging indicators, you have really, really high lows or really, really high highs and really, really low lows, right? How about that, those deals where you work and all of a sudden it closes and you get that closing, you get that closing commission and then all of a sudden you feel really low. It's like, oh, that's not, that's not healthy and that's risky. Okay. The higher number of meaningful moments and meaningful conversations you create, the more clients you will move into new homes or will purchase your service or product. I have a lot of entrepreneurs starting to listen that are not part of the real estate industry. So I'm starting to add some comments like that. This is not based just in real estate brokerage. This is any type of business. Okay. Food for thought. Would we build a bit? Could we build a business on focusing on authentic, meaningful moments and meaningful conversations? 
100%. I think that's what 2011 taught me, really. Meaningful moments and meaningful conversations are the essence of giving. Giving is different than gifting. Giving is most effective when you give your time, your energy, your expertise, your thoughtfulness. I believe in this answer so much that down deep, I think, as I was writing this, that this is the reason that I write these Monday morning pep talks um, every week. Three to five hours of work each week that I put into them. Um, and it's all part of my addiction to continue to give and create meaningful moments and meaningful conversations for each of you. I would do anything to have the ability to do this one-on-one -on -one with you. But as you know, it's hard to scale that kind of time. Um, despite the heavy lifting that each Monday morning pep talk takes, if I stop teaching and sharing, I stop giving. And that is not an option for me. The idea of giving is not outdated. In fact, the top brands online and throughout your social media feeds are giving you lots of free content before they ask you to purchase their product. As you know, as I have found out, they're really good at it. it takes a lot of self-personal <laughs> will power to not buy. Most likely you will not be, you will not purchase something new unless the product fills a definite need and solves a problem that you have. For any business to get repeat client interaction, you need to deliver on your promises. Giving and delivering on promises is the foundation for modern social selling. Giving and delivering on promises is the foundation for modern social selling. If you are transactional, you will not be able to compete consistency, consistently for a long period of time. You'll be in a constant state of being on a lead prospecting treadmill, all while your would-be past clients will have moved on to a higher value opportunity. Team, thanks for jumping on the call today. I'm going to get this over to you in the email tomorrow. It'll be out on Apple Podcasts later today. Um, if you're not on that email, um, just go on to my Instagram, Ask Jim Miller. And on my link on my profile, second one down, you can sign up. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Talk to you next week. Bye.